Welcome back to another episode of the Sunlit Heart Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Excuse my voice. I have a little bit of a sore throat. Uh, But I have recorded two episodes that have been deleted before I had the opportunity to post them, which is a bummer. Um, I tend to talk about things in the moment, things that are uh, relevant to me or happening or uh, dope conversations I may have had. So it comes and it goes. And if you're a creative, you know that that's how it works. I want to do this weekly, but like if I don't have anything to talk about, then I don't have anything to talk about. Um, and I don't talk for the sake of talking like or write for the sake of writing. I've pushed back the deadline on my second body of work that I'm trying to release because I needed to take some long breaks in between what I was writing. The book is really based on healing. It's a follow-up to my first book, To the Things That Hurt. And I had one of my friends say, well, you can't write a book about healing when you're not healed. And she said this months ago. And I was like, man, she's right. So I had to let so much time go by before I could actually start to delve into this body of work in a way that is authentic and that makes sense for me. So that's what I've been up to, um, writing, staying focused. I'm actually working on this brand that I'm trying to launch with my best friend. Uh, We want it to be a cultural guide for uh, black and brown educators Coming into the world of education was super challenging for me, Um, trying to find my fit, just kind of thinking like, oh, a school is a school, a group of kids is a group of kids, a community is a community. And I could not have been more wrong uh, with my perception of education when I stepped into it. It really wasn't until I got some years under my belt and until I went to grad school um, that I really learned about school culture and what that really meant for me as a minority educator um, and how it would impact my students. So I'm super excited uh, about that brand. I'm writing a book for that. And uh, my friend is going to contribute to that body of work as well, as well as some other teachers who I'm currently collecting interviews from. So just really excited. I also am going to present at the Teacher Self-Care Conference in Atlanta in June of 2019. Um, That is very exciting for me and also scary, honestly, very scary. Uh, I'm going to present a workshop on managing your anxiety in a stressful school culture. So I'm super excited about that. I have a lot to say surrounding that topic based on my own experiences, but I want to wait to share those experiences when I'm closer to releasing the book. I just don't want to, um, you know, throw off my my writing process and and my pre-writing and my draft that I'm working on. So I want to just really stay focused on that. So a lot of goals going on in addition to parenting, in addition to trying to Uh, co-parent with her dad in addition to uh, working full-time and trying to work on my own spiritual goals but I know that if I pray and and put my spiritual goals first then 
everything else is, is going to fall into place. And so far, it definitely has been. So I can't complain. Um, yeah, that's all that's been going on with me. I hope that all of you are well in, in working on your goals and, and getting things done. I actually had the opportunity to do a fun little episode of uh, a show called Speak Life that my friend is doing. And we actually recorded it in the car, just kind of off the cusp after dinner. I was totally not prepared to record that. <laughs> uh, but it was really fun. We got to talk about relationships. And uh, I, I was talking about this concept in the video about taking facts over feelings and, and fact-checking your feelings. That, that was the phrase, fact-check your feelings. And really what that was about was sometimes like our emotions can get the best of us in a situation and we start making decisions and reasoning based off of our feelings and emotions. And that's not good. Um, I found myself in several situations where I could have been led by my emotions but this thought popped in my head and I'm like, fact check it. You know what I mean? Like, what are the facts of the situation? What is actually happening? Are you getting lost in your emotions? Are you just getting wrapped up in feelings? Or is there actually something going on in this moment? Or is what you're perceiving actually the reality of it? And I kind of found myself in that situation with my relationship as well. Um, just he's a great guy. Like, I, I don't mean, I'm not trying to like blast him or anything like that at all, but I need, I need to share this example. Like when you feel like things are not going a certain way, you do have to kind of sit back and like, okay, let's look at the conversations that were had. Let's look at patterns of behavior. Let's look at, you know, just really look at how things are going and then you kind of know you're not acting on emotion. You know what I'm saying? And it's almost like you validating yourself. Because sometimes we want to like talk to a friend or a sibling and we're looking for that validation. We're looking for someone to understand our perspective and what we're going through and what we have going on in our head. And I'm here to tell you that's not going to be the case. Like there are moments where I think I have this great idea or I'm having this aha, this epiphany and I share it with somebody and they're like, okay, you know, like they're, they're, you know, my epiphany or my emotions have not been validated. If anything, I'm left in a situation where I'm questioning myself. But when you fact check your feelings, it brings you a sense of security with your decision making and it helps you to kind of balance that out. And you don't need that outward validation, even from your own partner. Because there are so many moments, even when I was married, where I would feel things and my narrative was invalid. And it was like, no, that's not what's happening. That's not what you feel. And that's not good. You know, it's really not good. And on the same token, it's not that everything you say is right. It's good to consider the perspective of others. But like I was dealing with a certain feeling that I had for like an extended period of time, like several months. And no matter how much I tried to make excuses for the way that things were moving, not that there was any like malicious betrayal or anything huge, but just like patterns, you know what I'm saying? It was like, yeah, I'm not really with the movement. You know what I mean? And I didn't really need any validation in that because I know 
where I am within myself and I know that I've fact checked those feelings and yeah like things aren't adding up to to what they need to be at this level in the game so I think that that's super important and to make decisions based on facts and not just your own emotions um yeah I think that's an important concept definitely a huge aha for me I was thinking back to when I first published my book or when I first um showed someone a piece of my work from the book I was working on it was super early on I probably had less than 20 poems written and I decided hey I'm gonna write this this uh book of poetry and prose um I always thought I would write a novel first you know I was like I'll write a novel a fiction novel maybe like a love story I I had no intentions on ever writing poetry and prose like as a as publishing it that was never something I really set out to do it was just something I decided to do to like work through my divorce and um when I showed someone that piece of work they were like what what is this doesn't even make sense like you're gonna put this in a book what like and I, I felt a little discouraged But then I decided at that moment that I'm not going to seek validation, encouragement from anybody. Um, The only person that really was reading things as I went along was my partner, um, you know, that I was in a relationship with at the time. And yeah, I kind of just had that one source of someone to bounce ideas off of and hey, does this make sense? And and I just kind of went from there, uh, aside from the publisher that I hired, Nia, uh, who was super helpful as well throughout the process. But yeah, it's, it's just, you can't, you can't seek that validation. You know, you got to go with the facts, know yourself, know what you want to do, and just be super solid in that um, all around. I also recently have been uh, toying with the idea of relocation. And I also have to be careful of who I talk to about that. People start hitting you with all these like fears and anxieties and things that like you're already thinking about as a single mom and things that you're already worried about. And they're coming from a good place of like love, of concern, <clears throat> excuse me, and everything like that. But like I wrote this piece in my book called uh, Keep Your Fears to Yourself. And it's really true. Like I, I see so much of that just when I throw out Uh, this idea of relocating, it's like, boom, 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 you know, and and people mean well, you know, I I don't want to come off negative, but it's like, I'm just sticking to the facts. You know what I mean? Like what, what logistically can I do to get to where I want to be? And if I can't get there in the time frame that I would like, how can I make arrangements to do it at a later date? So just sticking with the facts, because when people start hitting you with all this stuff, just remember like 98% of what they're saying is a result of their own experiences and it's their feelings. Like that's their emotions. That's their feelings. That's their opinion. It's not necessarily facts. So also filter what people tell you through that. Like how much of this is facts or data, or is it just their fears and their opinion? I mean, when I first got a teaching job, in North Carolina, I was told prior to that by someone who I hold very dear 
you're not going to get a job down there. It's going to be really difficult. You're not going to make any money. I mean, she was filled with like, you know, concern for my decision. But a lot of it was like her opinion. And the crazy thing is the first rejection letter that I ever got from a school district ended up being the first district that I worked for. So was it the best, greatest experience of my life? No. But at the same time, all those things that I ended up going through, those weren't things that people predicted. Those were just part of the circumstances. But I was told I wasn't going to get a job. I wasn't going to be able to do this. And I, all those things that I was told I wasn't going to be able to do happen. Like through prayer and hard work, like it happened. So... I'm the type of person I feel like if I want to do something and I set that goal, I'm going to look at the facts of the situation. Where can I apply? How much is the cost of living? Like really run through those details. And then I'm going to set my sights on it, pray about it and, you know, ask for that guidance to be in that situation if it's what's best for me in the long run. So I've heard that I'm impulsive with moving or with this or that. But like when I look at the facts, I'm really not like each time I've made a move, I've secured a place to live. I've been able to secure a job that allowed me to take care of adults. Okay, two grown adults living with me and my daughter and myself. And that's a blessing. Like that is truly a blessing. I have been so thankful that I've never ended up in a situation so far where I have been homeless or I have been unemployed. I mean, grateful. When I needed a car, my transmission went out. I was able to, you know, buy a new car. I mean, just really blessed with the doors that have opened up to me. And I have to always go back to the facts over uh, people's feelings or my own feelings. And by that, I mean my fears as well, because that will hold you back every single time. It'll hold you back from reaching out, from writing books, from accomplishing your dreams, from spiritual goals, from everything, from everything. It will always hold you back every time. So I'm not going to be afraid to fail. I'm not going to be afraid for things to not work out because if the original plan doesn't work out, you just go to door number two you know you just keep praying and that rejection letter just might be your first acceptance letter you never know so thanks for listening i hope that you stay motivated stay faithful stay inspired have a wonderful evening i'm gonna post this episode immediately after i click stop so that i don't forget to post it and then it disappears uh happy sunday and have a fabulous week i will do my very best to check in with you all next week. Bye.